Welcome to For Love A Show. This is the second part of our special two-part episode with Christine Lincoln. We did not intend it to be a two-part episode. It just was so good that we couldn't contain it in one. If you haven't listened to the first part, make sure you do. But otherwise, let's get back into it. What's the best concert you've ever been to? Mm, gosh, I've been to, um, I've tr- been trying to see all the greats, like in my mind, you know what I mean? And I'm really mad that I've missed a few, like Tom Petty. I really wanted yeah. to go to that. And I told my husband to get tickets and then he did it. And then we were both like crying the next week. But I've seen a couple of really good ones. Um, I mean, U2 was someone I'd always wanted to see. And oh. I thought they were amazing. And um, we saw someone at the uh, Hollywood Bowl. We get tickets every summer to go there. And uh, we actually saw Blondie last Oh, fun. Nice. Last summer. That's and cool. it was kind of like a surprise because yeah. I didn't know that's who we were going to see. And uh, she was awesome. Good. She was she great. She still got it. She still got it. Yeah. Nice. She was amazing. Um, and I think Coldplay at the Bowl, like early Coldplay, mm-hmm. that was probably one of the best concerts hands down. I, I think just Coldplay. where I was sitting, like the, just, it was so exciting. And like that music was just like really coming out and was, it was great. Yeah. Um, had we entered the podcast game after we met you, what would it be one piece of advice you had for us? Just having a podcast. Don't tell Melanie, get a different co-host. <laughs> <laughs> no, other people told me that and I didn't listen. <laughs> That's friendship right there, Kim. Oh, that is a foul. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think sound quality is obviously yeah. pretty obvious. Um, yeah, gosh, I don't know. I feel like I'm still figuring it out, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, I think you've got to have, you have to connect with your audience no matter what. So the I find that listening to feedback mm-hmm. is really helpful and you should. For you sure. should listen to your own show and, and because you'll never, you'll hear things that you do. I hear things all the time that I do and I hate it. I'm like, oh God, why do I sound like that? Or, oh, I hate when I say like so much. That's so annoying. Or I talk too fast or I talk over people. So I learn from myself all the time. And I also take a lot of um, constructive criticism from fans when people say, I really like when you guys talk about this, but I wasn't into this episode or, you know, I hate a lot. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> I hate a lot too. Um, so I feel like that's a bonding moment for us. Yeah. Um, but no, I do try to, you know, I, I do try to take the the criticism and I, and people also have some really great ideas for guests um, yeah. that they want to hear that I've, yes. I would have not thought of. So um, yeah. And I think you just got to, you know, you got to try to keep it fresh, which yeah. is I think the hardest thing. Yeah, but what sure. people like the most is the relationship they have with you you two every week. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that makes people come back for more. Right. To come clamoring for Melanie. <laughs> Sharknado 2, the second one, oh, or <laughs> Friday the 13th, part eight, Jason Takes Manhattan. Oh, gosh. How um, to choose. How to choose. How to choose. Um, probably Sharknado. I'm going to go Sharknado on that. Got to say the whole whole thing. Sharknado 2, the second one? Sharknado <laughs> 2, the second one. That's it. That's that's actually what it's called? Yeah. I'm, I learned I so much about titles sequels. Up. I don't Speed 2 Cruise Control or Legally Blonde 2 Red, That's White, the Blonde? OG. Legally Blonde 2. Okay. Yes. Okay. Red, White, and Blonde. Okay. So Got to. Reese came up with, she, she posted on her Instagram story the other day a picture of a small dog. She said Legally Blonde 3. Kim and I immediately corresponded and I, I had like so many title ideas. Yeah. Oh. Well, you went heavy on the dog titles, but I think you're right to do so. So that's the thing. Is it going to be about a dog? Because if so, I, I feel like I need to talk to her. 
<laughs> about what? Just I the have, titles. I have the titles. Yeah. Listen, I already I already named a title of a TV show and didn't get credit for it. Uh, what TV show? Trial and Error. Oh, yeah. It was called The Trail. It's he based on like, one of my favorite murders. Is it really? It is. Oh, I, you wouldn't The Staircase. This. What's um, The Staircase? The Staircase is, I think it's an eight-part documentary. Um, somebody recommended it to me. You can find it on iTunes. I don't think it's anywhere else. We had to end up buying it. Although there's a lot of stuff on YouTube. You can actually probably watch a lot of it on YouTube. It's about a dude, East Coast. He uh, is a husband. Uh, his wife mysteriously falls down the stairs and dies, right? So the police come. They do this whole investigation. There's blood everywhere. Like, she fell down the stairs and, like, blood just everywhere, everywhere. Comes to find out, he's like, I'm so upset. I was out, in, you know, by the fountains outside with the dogs. I came in. I saw her, blah, blah, blah. Um, why does he sound like Jerry Seinfeld? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. I get a very Seinfeld vibe. <laughs> um, they, when they examine the body, there's these two like fractures on the back of her skull. Oh no. Which points to evidence that maybe she had actually been bludgeoned by a poker. They thought it by a fire poker. That's wow. the, that's the, because I guess the fire poker was missing. Oh, that's right. See, this is all coming back. So they go through this whole trial. And the interesting thing about the, um, about the documentary is that it starts at this moment where they, he hires defense counsel and the defense counsel comes in and the documentary is very open. Like they are there as the defense counsel talks to him as they, oh. they, you know, get the case going as they're sort of getting witnesses and the whole thing. And then more starts to come out about this guy's past life. He also had a wife previously who mysteriously died on stairs. Mm-mm. He has a thing with stairs. Mm-mm. So it gets weirder and weirder. And then at the end of it all, and he spends like all of his life savings, basically, he was a crime writer, which is the other thing that's so fucked up. And he spends his whole life savings basically on his own defense, which tells you something about the legal system in America. But also um, at the end of it all, there's another two parts that are follow-ups and then there are alternative theories on the internet about what people think really happened. So you can go down a whole K-hole. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to blow it for you because it's No, really I'm into good. it. I'm going to, yeah. yeah it's right, really cool. good. Cool. Do you have an instant pot? <laughs> okay. No, I don't have an instant pot. But let me tell you, Beverly Mitchell... Uh, would not stop gabbing about her purchase on Amazon, the Instant Pot. Yeah, so we just got one. I'm experimenting with it tonight. I'll let you all know how it goes. Okay. But I just wanted to know if you've used one yet. I'm a little nervous. Now, this is very, this is different than a crock pot. Different than a crock pot. It takes like maybe a tenth of the time. So like something that I would usually cook for like six hours takes 15 minutes. Guys, this could be life changing. Hmm. Okay. What's, what's the deal? So Why? there's like seven different functions on this thing. You can saute, you can brown meat all in the same thing. You can ferment, which I don't know if I want to make yogurt. I don't need dairy, but if I did, I don't know if I would use that <laughs> pot to make you know, yeah. chicken and yeah, yeah. yogurt. It's it just, it's kind of a claim to fame that they have, but I'm like, I'm, okay. I'm good. Um, and uh, what else? You can steam, you can make like a steam sweet potato in a minute huh i baked that thing in the in the oven for like an hour plus i don't understand that like what it what are they doing nervous. to the meat and it well a lot of research has been done and it's not going to give you cancer and blah 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 but i'm still <laughs> very nervous to use this and is it the pressure is it the steam it's, it's the pressure. pressure yeah it's a pressure mm. cooker but okay. it's basically a very advanced pressure cooker and that has the saute and the brown function and all that I also feel like if you have one that may malfunction, unfortunately, it's like those hoverboards that caught yeah. on fire. Like, I know. is it going to 
eject and like literally could a chicken kill you? I think I've gone down this this rabbit hole uh, many times and that's I why mean, I'm really nervous to use it. I was burned are, in the f- face by my fermented yogurt. Exactly. Like, let's hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> well, there, you have to be very careful and like you do, so this is the problem with things like this is because people don't take the time to like read what you're supposed to do right. and they just kind of go for it and they're like, oh my God, my house blew up and it's like, yeah, right. because you did this, like if you, you know, took a match to your dining room table, the same thing would happen, but not the explosion, yeah. but you know, you'd be fucked. So, um, yeah. so I feel like if you do this properly. I All right. Know. Well, I want to hear about it because I will let you know. Beverly could not stop talking about her instant pot. And you got to get one. You got to get one. You got to get one. Exactly. I was like, I have a lot of appliances and I don't think I need to be like worried about a chicken killing us yeah. in our own home. I, but I, all right. Yeah. You know, you're the second person that's now trying to endorse this thing. And I'm I gonna, have, it's a hard pass for me. Hard pass really? for you. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. All right. I have a question With, about the saute. Yes. Does it, you just throw in like the garlic and then click it on saute and then you're done? Well, you, you, have to, you, stir you actually, oh, you it doesn't stir. like, yeah. It doesn't, okay. That was like, making There's not an arm that comes with it. It actually. I don't know. It sounds like it might. <laughs> don't go get your arms. Well, saute. I made the joke. I was like, okay, so it does all these things. I was like, okay, does it like rub my back? Like, you no, know. It's you, an astute question. Yeah. I mean, I mean you, you kind of have to ask. Look, I mean, Elon Musk is trying to, he says in our lifetime, in there's going to be cars that we're, are going to be able to drive us from LA to New York City and we can sit in the back seat. Listen, my he's doing under LA tunnels, so. That's the only one that I'm like, eh, I don't know about that, Elon. You don't, I don't want to be in a tunnel in Los Angeles. No, I, I, I'm I okay with being in a subway every now and then, but the earthquakes and my car in a tunnel and it's going 250 miles an hour. Oh yeah, that's fair. That's weird. But what if that's weird? you're just driving away from the earthquake really fast? Yeah, I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm no scientist. No. <laughs> Very scientific. I mean, it's one thing, but you're in your own car and you're on a track, and then you're basically getting that track is going 250. Just feels like there's a lot of just. It's really fast. Yeah, Yeah. it's really fast. Granted, I want to be to LAX in six minutes. Of course, that would save my life. Yes, but I don't know. I don't know if I want it at that cost. Mm. I just want to have like that scene in iRobot where Will Smith is. He gets in his car, and then the steering wheel like pushes into the car, and he's just reading his yes, newspaper. That's totally. All I want. I'm down with that. Yeah. Like, and then maybe you can just you can take surface streets. What are, you're going 35 miles an hour. Like, how bad could it be? You know what I mean? Okay, that's fair. I do. <laughs> I have some <laughs> control issues in the car. I think that's very good. It's yeah. clear. Yeah. Is 35 the max that you would go in a car the first time out testing it to see whether he actually knows how to drive or not? What if I get an eye? What if I get a, a rogue? What if I get one that goes AWOL? <laughs> exactly. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I, I gotta make sure that it's got at least you know the your basics. test drive is going to yeah. be 35. My test drive is going to be 35, and then I can build up to feeling confident in my robot, whoever that is, <laughs> driving me around. Yep. But yeah, I think it's pretty baller to be able to sit in the back and just be doing your texts and your emails and reading a book and filing your nails and doing whatever you have to do and then your car parks itself for yeah, you exactly. and then you get out. But you That's know amazing. what's most baller about any of that is not worrying about it in the meantime. That would be mm-hmm. my hardest yes. thing. I'd be like, are we good? Are we good? Stanley? Yeah. Stanley? Exactly. Watch out. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you're going to have to name your car. Yeah, I know. Your relationship with that thing is just going to skyrocket. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to like really confide in it. Karen? Karen? (laughs) You're a little close to the curb, Karen. (laughs) 
What TV show should be a musical on Broadway? Mind Hunter. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty uh, sultry. Um, we're finding the bad guys. He raped you last night. No. Um, let's see. A musical on Broadway. What about, you know what they would do? They would do like the Big Bang Theory. Like as if we need more of the Big Bang Theory. He you know? You love it. <laughs> no, he works on it. I get it. It's everywhere but that's what that seems normal that seems like something that they'd be like what else can we make out of no it's true i could see that happening actually yeah yeah i mean and it i mean it kind of makes sense it does it's like a different kind of friends yeah let's see um what would be another one though um they'd probably do the same thing with like blue bloods (laughs) you know what i mean yeah sign up for that immediately so would my parents and so would hillary clinton apparently because my friend vanessa is on that show and she just posted on her Instagram a couple days ago that she was backstage in New York seeing a friend in a performance of a play and so was Miss Clinton and apparently they met backstage and bonded over the fact that the Clintons love blue bloods. I you love just, that so really much. Great. I mean, what? Yeah. That's I would die. Right? Yeah. Like I would what do you die. say to that? Like Clinton ain't watching Hollywood darlings, let's be clear. <laughs> hey, hey, you, you know don't I mean? know. You don't know. She might like the the playfulness <laughs> improv between I mean, the I three wish. of you. She's but that really was is not gonna be like, 90s. She's a nineties yeah. girl. That she was not gonna be my opening with with Clinton. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Blue bloods? Yeah. Of course. Right. I mean, you've got Magnum P.I. Like, who doesn't love him? For sure. Yeah. Magnum P.I. actually would be an awesome musical. That's true. Anything with that stash. I'll watch anything with that stash. (laughs) I can see the program now. Yeah. Yeah. What's the most L.A. comment you've overheard recently? Ugh. Oh, this is really gross. I didn't actually personally overhear it, but a friend told me this, and I was like, ugh. It was at a a Mommy and Me, Uh and someone said... It's just so hard. I mean, I've got three kids, but only two nannies. (gasps) (laughs) I want to punch that person in the face. Oh, gross. The fact that it's a ratio. (laughs) Yeah. Got three kids, but only two nannies. Yeah. So she's struggling. Yeah. What would it be like to raise your own kids? Struggle's real. I I don't think a lot of people know. No. No. It's, um, yeah, it's tough. I mean, I'm probably just jealous because I don't have any help. So I am, I have a two-year-old today before I came here. My husband is a therapist and was seeing clients. And uh, I was in the backyard with her. She'd just woken up and we were playing, you know, the dog's around. She's playing in her water table, whatnot. And I decided, you know what? I should try to work out. I'm going to I'm going to just go for it 20 minutes. I'm going to do some jumping jacks. I'm going to, you know, do some some squats. I'm going to take these 5-pound weights. I'm just going to try to do something while I'm standing here, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get about 7 minutes in. She is now trying to do what I am doing, which was really <laughs> cute. But also like she no, you cannot pick up the weights, sweetie. Yeah. And then at one point I'm doing squats and she just comes over and wraps herself around my leg. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, I can't even do You could do, uh, do you could do you could lift her and like, I, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, she likes about some, 5 of those yeah. and then she's done um yeah but uh, it's uh yeah it's fun I mean I I love it and it goes by really fast but it's um there are definitely moments when you're like (laughs) mama 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 is in the bathroom mama needs just three minutes please especially with that new bathroom oh god it's gonna be amazing yeah what's your favorite thing um to do as a family uh I love like on a Sunday if we I love going to breakfast with the family 
Um, my favorite journey, which my husband is never really as excited about as I am, I really love to drive out to the beach. Uh, mm. I love to go walking with the dogs, and then we go somewhere for lunch. That's my favorite thing. Nice. And then kind of like drive home before the traffic hits. Yeah. That's nice. like my favorite thing. That sounds yeah. great. That sounds like a really sweet day. Uh, what are your thoughts on Heelys? The shoes are like roller skates. <laughs> Didn't have them. Not all the questions are good. Don't want them. <laughs> cool. Don't need to see them come back. Okay. If I had to see one more kid in a shopping mall, I'd be like, click the Heelys and be like, <laughs> like, look at me, look at me, look at me. No. No, push them over. No. That's not cool. No. Yeah, I was not into them. Not into them at all. Um, but I could see why they were appealing for the person actually wearing them. I bet it, it felt cool. It did not look as cool as it felt, people. <laughs> not at all. Um, I'm feeling pretty confident about this question. Okay. To some people, it could be a huge eye roll. <laughs> um, if you could have lunch with any real housewife, who would it be and why? <laughs> oh, God, that's hard. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Okay, Bethany Frankel would definitely be on the list. However, oh, yeah. I feel like she would rush me. She'd be exhausting. <laughs> she'd be exhausting. She would rush me. She wouldn't have time. She, then she'd be like, why am I sitting down with you? Wait, what? do we have business together? Do I know you? Oh. Like, she'd be a little bit like, I, I, I gotta go. Like, I don't have time for this. Yeah. And like, enjoy your, your you know, chicken piccata, but I, I gotta get back <laughs> in the car. <laughs> so I think I'd, I'd wind up feeling like a little bit disappointed. Although yeah. I would probably get some Skinny Girl products out of it. I was just so, gonna say, the free, the free merch. Yeah, the free merch. Um, you know, Kyle really is one of my favorites. That's um, my girl. I have met Kyle before, so it was pretty exciting. So I feel like because of that, I would have to pass and go for somebody that I would it would be a longer reach. Yeah. You know, Dorit drives me nuts. Mm -hmm. She's my least favorite. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Sorry, Dorit, but you are. Um, I mean, Dorinda would be a good time. <laughs> I would love to get about three wines deep with Dorinda. That's or three martinis. Yeah, that, that'd be a solid lunch date. Yes. She really would be hilarious. Um, so we were at um, a party for one of his shows recently, and Lisa Renna walked in. Oh, yeah. I lost my shit. Like, we, we, were, we were around, like, well-established actors, you know, people with these impressive portfolios, and fucking Lisa Renna walks in, and I couldn't talk. He was like, what do you know her from? And I was like, the real housewives of Beverly Hills. And he was like, what? It's like, the real housewives of Beverly Hills. He was like, are you kidding me right now? Oh, I know. No. These are my these are my people. These yeah. are my stories. Okay, good. See, no, I, I knew it. I knew I knew it. My husband hates it, but um, but he has to let it happen because it's just going to happen. It Although, is. can I also say yes. it'd be a it'd be a real close tie between Dorinda and Erica Jane. Oh my god. But I want Erica Jane. It's not, not Erica Girardi. Well, you don't want to have lunch with Erica Jane. You want to like go do something. Crazy oh yeah, with I want to. I want to like go do shots with Erica. Yeah, Jane. or go to that Hollywood men thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, she's she's badass. She's I love time. her. <laughs> so much of what just happened was just so right confusing to okay. me. One more question: Was Kyle great? Oh yeah, she's great. Okay, good. You know, she's Paris Hilton's aunt. Oh yes, of course. Yeah, I think like she's just like. She's really cool. She's cool. She's very down to earth. Yeah. She's very, I mean, gorgeous. Stunning. Yeah. Yeah. I like her a lot. Great. Cool. Water parks? Yes or no? <laughs> yes to a good water park. Wow. Hell yes to a good water park. Have not been to Wolf Lodge, Wolf Creek. Nope. That's a horror movie. <laughs> Wolf something. There's some big water park that's down in Anaheim. And they have another location in the East Coast, but it's an indoor yeah. water park. Yeah, it looks I know amazing. That. And I would love to go. Um, Raging Ro Waters, Raging Rivers, loved mm -hmm. that as a kid. Yeah. Loved it out in San Bernardino. Um, and I also went a lot to Whitewater when I was a kid mm -hmm. in Atlanta. But now that I think about it, I mean, I love them and I don't really like to think about it too much, but there's just got to be, it feels like a lot of 
Mm, e. coli, doesn't it? <laughs> it just feels like there's a lot yeah. of E. coli. Germs in, in water. I don't know. Yeah. You don't want to open your mouth in that pool. You also um, don't want to eat the food there. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, no. I worked at a water park for a day and a half and oh, in the kitchen. You worked? Yeah. What? For a day and a half. Oh, which didn't one? go so well. It, down in Oceanside or okay. down in San Diego. Only a day and a half. Yeah. You could, were you like, I can't take I this? I was like, I can't do this anymore. Oh and I quit. Goodness. My mom was livid. She was like, you better go back there. And it was my first job. She was like, you got to get that job back right now. That was your right first now. job? I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, I know. God. Things that you don't know about me. So that was great. it. That Thank was the last Christine. thing. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, did you, um, why did you quit? Like, what was the last straw? Um, oh, I was really bad at my job. And okay. uh, they told me that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to stand for this. <laughs> Were you like frying? Were you were cooking? Were you like no, frying was, the corn dogs? Um, no, I was working. You don't. You just like take your frozen pizza uh-huh. and you throw it on the thing and okay. it cooks. And I see it's like barely cooking. Yeah, but sometimes it would fall on the ground and I would see people just like you know dust it off because it's frozen. Oh, you just kind of dust it off and like geez. throw it on the yeah. So right. don't eat. Don't yeah. eat there. Don't eat there, people. Yeah, bring no. your own food. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, although I really do like. There's a water park at the Atlantis in the Bahamas. Oh. Yeah, it's rad. But the thing that's cool about it is you get one of these inner tubes you literally it's for lazy fucks you don't have to walk to anything there's a ramp that takes you up to the top you just lay in your tube I could get on board with that yeah it takes you to the top and then you kind of like corral in this thing and the guys like are moving you around and then they basically just shove you into the into the slide then you slide down the slide and then you're like ah and then you fall out and then you like get in the lazy river and you laze it around and then you go back up the ramp you never have to swim you don't have to do anything and people People have like there was like the yard drinks with yeah. the straws and the tops on them. Mm-hmm. People were just wasted riding this thing. It's the greatest. <laughs> if you had to build a Jenga tower out of something that wasn't Jenga, what would you use? Hmm. Let's see. That's hard, right? Um. What is that size? You know what weirdly came to mind was a Kit Kat. Oh. Oh. Okay. Because I was thinking that size. I was thinking like tampons that you get oh. at the. <laughs> at the bathroom, you know when they come, but there was a round. Yeah. Like the ones that you really would do, never dare to use. I don't know that they would, like... I think it would make the tower fall over if you tried yeah. to pull one out. I think oh, like, yeah, no. It's not, no, they're like, round. Yeah. It's not going to work. And then you have to say you'd pulled out a tampon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's just yeah. a lot. It's um, not marketable. No, <laughs> not as marketable. Well, I'm just thinking structure. Yes, here, exactly. Okay? Not marketability of the game. Yeah, we, well, she I already designed her own Think how many is so usable. Could that they be pearl? Yeah. Oh, they should sure. be. They should yeah. be because yeah. I, can't, I can't use much besides that. Can they be pearl? Yes, they can be pearl. Great. Okay. Great, great. <laughs> the most comfortable guys. <laughs> ben, do you have any thoughts on this? He's gonna just like leave me now. Really? Periods? That's what <laughs> that's, that's what cracked you? <laughs> All right. Your fragile masculinity. We have some time, have some time to, to waste. <laughs> oh god. Uh who's your dream podcast guest? Ooh, dream podcast guest. Don't say Melanie <laughs> without me. <laughs> um RuPaul. Oh, oh I mean shit. That, I who would very doable choice. That's very doable. Yeah. yeah. That would be, and I'm sure it's so many bad stories and funny stories oh, and yeah. awkward stories. Yeah. I mean, it's a two-parter. Yeah. It's a, oh, it'd be like a three-parter. Are you kidding? You want us to show up at his house and make him do it? Yeah. Okay. We'll okay. Do yeah, it. absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Whatever you can. Once you do our show, we'll, we'll do anything for you. Oh, well, I did not know that this was part of the deal, but yeah. I'm liking it. Send me it. to the guy that had the dog in his shirt. I'm going to talk to him. <laughs> By the way, I thought of something else about that dude. <laughs> 
like think of that randomly and just start laughing. That's one of those stories. He was like starting his own, you know, his own casting company or whatever. And there was something in the title about dogs. It was something, obviously he was a dog lover. Duh, it was clear. (laughs) But when you booked a job, he would hand out these like dog tags. And I remember I like booked a job for him and like I'd see him all the time. He was nice to me except when he was yelling at me with the dog in his shirt. But then then he'd pretend like he didn't know who I was. It was weird. He'd be nice and then I didn't know who he was and he wouldn't look at me. And it was, it's just like some weird mind games going on. <laughs> anyway, but then when you'd book a job, you'd be like, hey, um, I got something for you. Come over here. And he would always wear like designer belts, like Gucci belts <laughs> or like Fendi belts with like those stonewashed jeans and the Ed Hardy hats. Oh, Is he God. single? What's his deal? <laughs> I have out. no idea. Suss it out. Okay. Um, I don't think he was into women. I'll Damn say that. It. Sorry about it. Okay. But then he'd be like, come on, I got something for you, got something for you. And you'd be like, oh, okay. And you're like, oh, is this a drug deal? What's happening? And he'd like take you over to the corner of the room and he'd like give you these like dog tags. And you're like, you're part of the pound, part of the crew, the pound now or no. something like that. No. And I was he did like, not say the pound. No, I don't want to. I'd be like, thank you. I can't. Where are the dog tags Why? now? Probably in a box in my closet where I put all things that are funny, hideous, and slightly awkward oh and then break them out at various parties, Halloweens, whatever. I, That's I, really brilliant. Yeah. I repurpose a lot of stuff. Good. I've got yeah. probably way too much in that costume right. closet <laughs> for such purposes. Okay, this is, this is very uh, off topic, obviously. Uh, growing up in the business, what have you noticed that has changed the most about our industry? Because I'm sure you've seen it through every phase. Yes. And, you know, up to now, what would you say has been the biggest change? Um... There's more work for less money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, back in the day, there were, you didn't have as many cable outlets that were producing their own content. So it was really just more concentrated, but that also meant that there was more money in it. Now there's more opportunity uh, because there's so many more outlets. So you there's more opportunity both as an actor and as a creator and as a writer, but it's, it's different. It's, um, there's a lot more that's been watered down in terms of what budgets people have. And, you know, as a writer, you can, my partner and I have gone out for several shows and, you know, the, a lot of times the, the contracts will be for eight episodes, which is not a, it's like, you can't even get your WGA insurance for one season of something. Whereas it used to be like at least 13, 24, sometimes 24. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's been that. I am, Also, the thing that has been a major change is how involved uh, and uh, informative social media has been for people. That's something that I was not expecting when Instagram and Twitter and all this kind of stuff started. But as an actor, it's... I mean, it's part of your job now, unfortunately. And whether or not you get a job, if it's between you and someone else, sometimes it's dependent on what your social value is or what your mm-hmm. social reach is, which is gross. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I don't like it either, uh-huh. but it's a, a reality. And when I think it's because there's so much clutter that there are networks and uh, certainly production companies that are want to make sure that when you promote a show, you have a reach that would want to watch that show. And that's that's just the nature of it, which is hard because there are people that you're like, that person has a show. Who is that person? You're like, oh, they make videos where they open shit. <laughs> and you're like, what? Oh, you've seen my YouTube channel? <laughs> cool. <laughs> There's this new thing about, have you seen this? It's like a fetishizing thing. This girl puts her head into bread. Do you know this girl? No. She she throws her head into fresh bread. 
millions of views, people. What the fuck? I hate that. Is it a fetish? You know, she does is it eat the bread funny? after. That's the best Yeah, part. that's the real tragedy. She's like, I just got to get something of this. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that weird? I, hate, I mean, it's I all weird that. to me. What is that? Yeah. But She's like, going to be weird. our boss next year, probably. <laughs> it's so God. weird. And like, I, you know, and there's just so many stories, you know, of a friend of mine who's, um, she's a model and she's like, my, my agent told me that my Instagram wasn't good enough and I have Ugh. to like curate my life on the Instagram so that people know what I like and what I do. And I'm like, oh Lord. Ugh. And then another friend of mine who's a writer and she like went to sit down with this kid who has a TV show and he's like, yeah. So should there be like, I don't know, like, what do you call it? She's like a beginning, middle and an end. He's like, yeah, like, I don't do that. You know, so it's uh, it's challenging, I think, for people who maybe have done this a different way right. and um, who have gone to school for this or have studied this or have been in, you know, the industry for a really long time and have an appreciation of what traditional art form of storytelling is um, because there's just so many kids who don't and it doesn't seem to matter to a lot of people so yeah that's a challenge what would your autobiography be called hmm god it'd probably be something stupid that someone (laughs) like the i would probably call it something else and then the publisher would be like i really like christine lakin my life step by step isn't that clever (laughs) (laughs) and i'd be like uh no (laughs) i'd buy it but i would know that you did not write it yes exactly um I don't know, like thus far. It's not over. So did you want it I to like be that. called My Life Step by Step and you were kind of just feeling us out Hell for our no. reaction? <laughs> okay, just checking. Yes, totally. Yes. That seems like the obvious choice, yeah. doesn't it? What's one item in your closet you can't get rid of? Uh yeah, the closet is it's just a whole there's so many things going on in there. I mean, I did this podcast a couple weeks ago. We had a stylist on and a lad just wouldn't stop harping on how bad my closet is. Okay. And I know I can't take this closet to the new house because it will just make me sad that there's a beautiful closet with like a mullet wig and, you know, <laughs> dog um, tags. Yeah, dog tags <laughs> and like four 80s dresses. Like nobody needs four 80s dresses. Maybe you need like one or two <laughs> if you go to an 80s party. Uh, I just did theater for so long yeah. that I have all these costumes costumes and things that I've accumulated over the years and now I have a hard time getting rid of it. Although there is one item that probably just needs to be retired and I can't seem to part. It's this fur vest that I found at a vintage store. So I don't I don't condone buying fur, but if it's at a vintage store I can I kind of like can justify it. Someone else bought it first. Someone else bought it first. But it has this, it's so comfortable and it's so warm and it has this rip in the back and it just is like really to a point where you really need to stop wearing it. (laughs) But I keep saying like, I'm going to get it fixed. I'm going to get it fixed. I'm going to go find someone to do it. It does make me feel a little weird though. I once got shamed. I was like six months pregnant and I was wearing some knockoff boots or something in like a Ugg you know, Mm -hmm. in Trader Joe's. And this woman, like super loud, was like, do you know what those boots are made of? (gasps) And I was like, huh? And she was like, ah, yet you should be ashamed of yourself. Like loud, like in the dairy section. And I was like six months pregnant and like super emotional. And I was like, um, uh, uh, uh." (laughs) like I had like an emotional, like internal breakdown. (sighs) And then she like, she was like walking around the store with her dog and like being all skinny and undernourished. And, um, and I like, and then afterwards I like got my car and I like, like told her 
like what I felt. You know what I mean? I like mm-hmm. totally told her off, but I was like by myself. It's like I can never come up with the words when they're right in front of me. Yeah. yeah. But then afterwards, I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, maybe you should go take care of yourself instead of looking at my ugly ass feet. You know what I mean? Like, what? Like, what? Yeah. Stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is for you, fur hater. I want you to do a one woman show about all the things that are in your closet. That you need to get rid of. So awful. I'll show you a picture when we finish the podcast. Yeah. It's, yeah, really, yeah. it's really not okay. There's just so much. And then my husband, you know, we met in a theater company and we oh, both really? were in. Yeah. And so he has like, and he also did a show for years called Shotspear, which was like Shakespeare with drinking games. And so now oh, there's all wow. these like weird, like Renaissance outfits. There's like another one that looks like a, he's like a knight. And then there's a bunch of like ugly shoes and tights like that you would wear <laughs> from like the Elizabethan days. Oh man. So what <sighs> outfit that did he wear that really did it for you? Mm. Well, (laughs) (laughs) you were like, I'm marrying him. Yeah. Um, It's so funny because we were in this company for several years and we were just totally just friends. And he was in a relationship and I was in a relationship. That was it. Mm -hmm. And then towards the end, like the last show we did, we'd sort of started the like, I don't know, kind of like suss each other out a little more. And I remember like when you're in a company, you know, everything that happens backstage, it's a team sport. So if someone needs help with a change, you know, people volunteer. If there's someone needs a prop and I can do that for you and you can do that for me. There's no like, like there's maybe a stage hand, but they're busy, man. They're pulling curtains and they're, they're doing real stuff. So it's, you gotta, you gotta do it for yourself really, which is the thing I love about it. And I remember there was a change that he was having trouble making. And, uh, the director at one point was like, okay, so Brandon, you're not making that. Can it's a change issue? Okay, can someone help Brandon with the change? And I was like, boing! I was like, <laughs> I can help him with the change. And I remember, like this, because of course I just wanted to watch him get undressed. Yeah, um, obvious. And there was another girl who's like, well, it doesn't really make sense. I mean, you're all the way on that side. I'm already standing there. I was like, Darren, I got it. <laughs> And no, you're not invited to the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like helping with this change every night and I'm just kind of like enjoying it, whatever. And then the last night comes, closing night of the show. And I, of course, am like, I'm, I'm running around backstage and I think we were playing a game or something backstage as you always do. And I forgot, I forgot. I left him in the lurch. He was like, where the fuck is she? And he's never let me live it down. (laughs) That's just playing hard to get girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You knew you missed me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Looks like it worked out. <laughs> how many years have you been married? We've been married three. Nice. Sometimes I have to count. I'm like, how old is our kid? Oh, right. Um, <laughs> minus. Yeah, minus. Uh, we've been married three, three in October. And then we were together two year, two and a half years before that. So yeah, we nice. were on the fast track. It's nice. weird though. It's like, it's taken up all of a sudden, it's like taken up our thirties. And I was like, where did our thirties go? We're at the end of our thirties. Yeah. How did that happen? What do we have to show for ourselves? And he's like, uh, Happy marriage and child. A, what are you talking about? That's what people do. I'm like, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, right, we're right. good. We're good. It's weird, though. Like, it happens so fast. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. But it's cool. cool we cool. like each other still. So. I'm glad. Oh, that's that's good. cool. And he's a therapist. So, you know, I feel like even when shit hits the fan. Is least, he, like, very calm and, like, knows exactly what to say? You would think. Yeah. Uh, not always. <laughs> but I will say, like, when I'm not calm, when I'm, like, fired up about something else, he's usually very good at, at helping me kind of work mm. through it. And he also comes up, well, with alternative ideas to think about things. Um, which is helpful, really helpful. Yeah. Um, when it's him and I though, no, I mean, you know, it's hard. Not. You're both yeah. like, you know, you're, you're, but I do find myself adapting more, um, 
therapy speak in mm-hmm. like, I need to not talk to you right now. Um, I'm going to table this. I need to walk away. I need some me time right Hold now. On. Hang on. <laughs> like I say things like that. I say things that are like, cause I know that this is the speak that makes sense. And like, I understand what the terms are. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he also can't like deny it. If no. I'm like, I'm taking a moment. This is my moment. I need a moment <laughs> and I can walk away. Then it's like, he can't deny me cause no. I'm saying what, you know, <sighs> So exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. good. I mean, we fight. We fight like any couple. Yeah. So I love that he's a therapist. That's great. Yeah. yeah that's great. And he likes it. He really enjoys it. You know, good. he'll always be an actor, he'll always perform. And he's he's got a ton of outlets. He writes music, he plays music, he paints, he does a lot of oh. stuff. But this was uh this was something he always was interested in and he really wanted to find a profession in which he could feel like he was helping people. That's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, you I feel like every day you know that you helped people feel better. Yeah. You know, you can't say that about a lot of jobs. Yeah, it's a hard job. I yeah. mean and it's definitely hard not to take it home with you. And he's working with a lot of kids now too. So, wow. um, but it's, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he really loves it. So good. Uh, do you like doing voiceovers? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really love it. it. It's, um, you know, people always ask me like, how is it different? It's different in every way possible. Right. <laughs> I wasn't going to ask that. <laughs> um, how is it not different? But for those uh, thinking it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I love it. it. You know, it's usually, I usually do sessions of anywhere from four to six hours. It's super manageable, um, to have a child and I do a ton of audiobooks, uh, which I really also enjoy. Not everyone enjoys that it's Mm -hmm. can be a very tedious and very exacting kind of profession but I I think because I grew up in theater and I grew up singing it's something I kind of I like the cadence of it and I sort of like the diction of it and the whole thing and I I come up with different characters and I do different voices for different people and um when the book is good it's awesome like it flies by and you really like I feel like I'm a kid again like I'm reading and it's like coming to life inside my head and I know what that person's apartment looks like and what that old man sounds like and like that's awesome that's great when the book is bad ooh. Oh, it's a long haul, y'all. It is hard to get through that sucker. You know, you like literally your mind is just like turning off and you're like, oh God, oh, just get me through it. Yeah. But um, more often than not, they're pretty good. And then like animation stuff is great. It's a, I mean, it's super fun. It's super chill and it's very easy. It's a, it's a clutch job for yeah. sure. This is a questionable question. Okay. I don't know if it's going to, how it's going to go. All right. What's Paris Hilton like? Ooh. You know, when I first met Paris, I was uh, cast in a movie called The Hottie and the Naughty. If you haven't seen it, oh. you're not the only one. Oh, I've seen I'm photos. familiar. <laughs> Um, and I didn't know who would be the other counterpoint. I was, you know, I was excited to get the movie and I thought it was gonna be a lot of fun and we're gonna do all these prosthetics and it was this crazy, silly comedy. And, and then I, I found out that they cast her and I was like, Oh God, I don't know how this is going to go. I don't think I'm gonna have anything in common with her. Is she going to be a bitch? Like, what is this going to be like? You know, this is like three weeks and are we going to hate each other? And I, I found her to be quite lovely, I must say, and very different than maybe I had imagined or that society or whatever paints her as. She's a sweetheart. I mean, people I think would like me to say something really salacious about her, but she's a real sweetheart and always was to me, um, always has been. You know, she has a life that I think not a lot of people could imagine or even relate to, uh, myself included, but we had a lot of fun together. And um, I mean, everything from like promoting the movie and Sundance. And I remember we went to the dinner that they had for us. And afterwards she's like, come on, get my car. Like, let's go to a party. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Okay. I mean, she's fun. Don't get me wrong. Like that night went on and on and on. And it started with us, her being like, pull over.
over. I see a sled. And like literally like, runs out in like heels and a dress and tights. And it's like, get on the sled. And we like sled it down like a hill. And she's like, yeah, let's go karaoke. And I'm like, okay. Did you stay together the whole night? <laughs> um, Pretty much until about like 2.30. I think okay. we, we ended up like splitting up. Um, There was a, a snowstorm at a house uh, where this party was. And it just kept coming down, coming down. And they wouldn't let anyone leave. And no taxis could go up. Oh, shit. Oh, man. And it was like, I was like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? So me and my friend ended up like barricading ourselves in like one of the rooms of the house well and like done. sleeping. I was like, Smart. we have to find a room. Barricade yourself in. We're yeah. going to sleep here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what was happening. I, did, I drank a lot of tequila that night. Um, and this is after being like front row at some concert. And, you know, I mean, just when it was just joints and on and on and liquor. It was amazing. Oh, my God. Um, so I barricaded myself in the room, not, did not see her again until like <laughs> LA. I was just like, where'd you go? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like three months later. Yeah, basically. I've been looking for you. I've been looking for you. Are you still in that house? One of m- the funniest stories, <laughs> there were several with her, but some of the funniest ones, she used to have a house um, off Sunset and she had all these animals. So she has lots of dogs and cats and ferrets and whatever. And I remember going over to her house the first time and she's like, just come in the side door. And I'm like, okay, like, is someone going to tackle me? Like, yeah. is there security? Like, What's which happening? One? <laughs> yeah. And um, I see like, I see some dogs and then I see these like cats like crouching and they're just like crouching around and I'm like, oh my God, they're going to pounce. They know that I'm here. They know they're like security cats. They're going to pounce on me. So I like run up She's like, I'm up here. I like run upstairs. She's like in her mirrored, beautiful, I mean, talk about a dressing room. Oh God, it's like amazing. Yeah. And um, so we're like hanging out in there and she's getting ready. I'm like, what? What's up with your cats? She's like, oh, they're midget cats. <laughs> I'm like, what? Never heard of that before in my life. They have little tiny <laughs> arms. Like their bodies are normal, but their arms are really small. So they're literally, their, their bellies are like on like the ground. I'm like, they're midget. Yeah, they just have like little arms. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, uh, I've never seen that before in my life. I did go out one night with Paris. She invited me to a Justin Timberlake concert, oh which was God. very cool of her. Um, this was early on. And I went up to her house because I was wearing like just I, like, Uggs and, you know, what I had been out all day at a makeup test and a hair test for the movie. And she's like, just come to my house and we'll take a car from here. And I'm like, okay, I don't have any clothes. She's like, oh, you can borrow some of mine. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> you're like 5'10". Um, I am 5'1". Uh, but okay, we'll see how this works. Right. So I go to her house, like nothing is fitting, obviously. And I mean, she finds some random shirt that was like, mm, I could, it was passable with the jeans I was wearing. And she's like, you cannot wear those shoes. I'm like, I know, but I don't like, I, she's like, you have to just, can't you just fit into some of mine? I'm like, you wear an eight. She's like, just try. And I'm like trying and I'm like tripping and I'm like, I, I can't, I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to have to wear my Uggs. She's like, Ugh, okay. So we like get in the car and we like roll down the hill and we pick up Nicole Richie and then we're like, we're going to Staples Center. And anyway, we have this great night, super fun. And uh, we watched the concert and we're eating like hot dogs and fries and whatever. And uh, the next day, like TMZ or something reports, Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton seen out last night at the Justin Timberlake concert with tween friend. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you. That happened. It was the Uggs. It was definitely the Uggs. (laughs) I'm just going to go ahead and say it was definitely the Uggs. With tween friend, guys. Oh my God. All right, they're on our list. Who wrote that article? (laughs) I think it was TMZ. They're done. They're done. Done. Yeah, they're done. They will never (laughs) be allowed at Warner Brothers. (laughs) Banned from Warner Brothers for sure. You laugh. (laughs) 
but they're banned now. The, this is this is security right <laughs> Sorry here. about yeah. it. Yeah. Don't Take call. your sippy straws somewhere else, guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> you ain't coming to the WB. Do you, how do you feel about white lies? In general? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was making sure that wasn't like a TV show I was unaware of. Oh, um, no. But it sounds like it would be right up our alley. Yeah. yeah you know, I, 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 pri- I do try to never lie. I, I really do. Um, I try not to use my powers for evil uh, because I'm a very good liar. But I feel like white lies, when it's to spare someone's feelings, I think sometimes they're okay. You know, yeah. I don't think you need to be overly honest with everyone about everything. No, I, totally I try agree. to avoid a subject. <laughs> for instance, if I if there's someone I don't care for, I try to just not say a whole lot, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a bummer of a question to have to immediately follow that with. But I'm going to just, they're in the order they're in. Okay, yeah, no, all right. Um, do you want to be best friends? Um, okay. <laughs> Could we start off as maybe just like good friends? It's the first time we've met. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. All right. Deal. All right. Cool. Love cool, it. Cool. 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 Yeah. Great. 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 Okay. Cool. Have, have fun. <laughs> Mel, you're coming. Okay. I hope so. Yeah. Because you're great. I need someone to instapot something for me. Just we'll do see. it at your own house we'll and then see. bring it over. Exactly. I will. You're making a better choice with Mel. I'm not, you can ask a lot of people. I'm not bringing much to a friendship. Well, you brought pants today. I consider <laughs> that to oh, be, you know. I want to be clear that I was in just like pajama pants. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, be, yeah. Okay. I'm not judging. Some people just like to be naked. My my daughter loves to be naked. Nikes, yeah. she says. Oh, so, oh. you know. It's cute when they're, when you're two. Right. Yeah. Have you seen the movie Cellular? <laughs> no. Wait. No, I don't okay. think so. I d- I'm pitching every guest we have this season about this movie. Okay. Wait, remind me who's in it. Chris Evans, peak of his career. Yeah. Okay. No, <laughs> haven't seen it. Jessica Biel, cameo. Totally. William H. Macy, this. one of his finest things on his resume. Okay. Okay. Wow. We're saying Monroe. He- it's the movie The Broker. It is. <laughs> yes. She was on this podcast and I finally was able to speak with someone who was in this movie. Um, if you and Brandon want a nice date night. Cellular. Cellular. Okay. You won't be disappointed. All right. Great. I'm I'm down. Tell me everything about doing with special guest Lauren Lapkus. <gasps> oh, Lauren Lapkus. Because so I think she's fun. brilliant. She's awesome. Yes. And she her two podcasts, she does like a million of them, but the two that she has right now are great. But the special guest is your favorite. Fantastic. Yeah. And you were yeah. great on it. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So um, I got asked by uh, one of the bookers. Um, I think she had also booked me on Hollywood Today Live or something like that with Beverly. And then it was like right after that, she was like, hey, would you ever be interested in doing this improv podcast? I'll send you the details if you are cool. You know, I know you do a lot of improv. And uh, I looked it up and then I, I kind of listened to a couple episodes and I was like, oh, I get it. So I have to bring all the the info, right? And she basically just yes ands me, but I have to tell her who she is the whole time. And it was a cool challenge. It felt like a fun, you know, um, improv exercise. Mm-hmm. So when I got there, like I knew who she was, of course, but this is the first time we'd ever met. Oh, wow. And so we go in and sit down in the booth and, um, you know, we just, just they kind of give me a rundown of like how it goes and we'll stop here and we'll stop here and I'll kind of you know, like tell you when we're going to stop and then that's it. Okay, ready? Rolling. And it was in that moment that I decided to do an accent. <laughs> I did this really annoying British woman and I decided to be this really hard hitting question sort of like she was on NPR but she thought she was like a hard hitting journalist (laughs) she's really like an asshole but then you Um, had to maintain that but then I had to maintain (laughs) it the whole time but you know in some ways it was like it was probably a good move because 
anytime I do something like that, it forces me to kind of like stay in a character. Mm-hmm. And I was, I felt a little like naked in the beginning because I was just trying something on and like <laughs> there was no one to help me out if it didn't work. You know what I mean? And I wasn't sure if she was gonna like it or not like it mm-hmm. and maybe be a host that was like, I don't like what you're doing. I don't want to play. You know what I mean? But yeah. she, I mean, she's not like that at all. And we had a lot of fun and she was, um, uh, I didn't actually know, like we had a lot of fun, but then at the end I was like, did she like that? Did she not like that? Was that dumb? <laughs> you know, I had all this like, like actor remorse of like, I should have done something else. And then I ended up, uh, listening to it. I was like, all right, it was cool. And then, uh, I DM'd her on Twitter and I was like, Hey, I just, I love doing it. And like, I have a podcast. I don't know if you'd ever be interested, but I'd love to have you on. And she immediately was like, yes, I'd love to. And came over to the house and did an episode of ours. And I mean, it's just lovely. And I've since done, um, I did another podcast her uh, raised by TV and mm-hmm. I love her. She's a, she's a ton of fun. She's got great energy. She's super funny, really talented and, um, real like go-getter. If I can yeah. use like a term from the thirties, <laughs> she's a, she's a real go-getter that Lauren Lapkus. Um, no, she is. She's just, you know, she's, she's, uh, she's on it, man. Yeah. She's like really on it. And, um, yeah, she deserves all the stuff that comes her way. It was really fun to listen to her talk about like different career paths. We talked about that a lot and worst ever and like stuff that didn't happen for her right. that at this mm-hmm. time was so crushing. And then like later on, it's like, <laughs> you didn't need any of that. You know, you yeah. made your own way anyway. So like, I, I always say that, like you always think, you know, the big thing that you don't get or the big career opportunity that doesn't come through doesn't have to mean everything. In fact, it it's something else that you have no idea where that's going to lead that can sometimes be the, the big stepping stone. Totally. That's yeah. great advice, actually. Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> cool. That was just something for me to you. Yeah, I just like I just like went off. What on a, a great little, best friend. Like, uh, yeah. Mental. If you want to go get like a pillow and needle point it, I won't. I won't charge you. <laughs> I will give you credit. Great. You can have that one, guys. Cool. Okay, so the show is called For Love of Show. Yes. Um, what does that mean to you? There's no right or wrong answer. Well, when I originally heard the title, it made me think For Love of the Show. Like I, <laughs> I went Chris Farley on it. Um, for Love of Show, it it connotates. Uh, people that are just their fans. It connotates the, that, and I'm a fan, you know, I'm a fan of a lot of stuff in life. So it's for love of, I guess, all the stuff that we work so hard to do and to create and to make. Is that right? No right or wrong. No right or wrong answer, awesome. but you're getting there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. No, that's a yeah. great one. Thank you so much for doing thank you. this. Guys, thanks for having me. This yes. is a lot of fun. Good. Uh, you're on social media. I am. Yo Lakin. Yeah, you can find me on all social at Yo Lakin, which is like, Yo Lakin. I can't that's believe it. that wasn't taken. Yeah, you'd think. Yeah. But my own name is. So that's what? why I'm I'll Yo Lakin. I'll take care of that for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, where does she live? Thank gone. you. Okay. Gone. 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 She's gone. Yeah. And they won't give it back to me because apparently this person who has my name has supposed to like seven Instagrams since 2009. Is it so she's of you? Active. Hmm. No. She just, I guess, has the same name as me. Oh, how dare she? How dare she? When was she born? I know. <laughs> so that's fine. Um, but yeah, and then the podcast is Worst Ever Podcast and you can find us on Audible and iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play and iHeartRadio and all that kind of stuff. Um, and we're at Worst Ever Podcast. Nice. Yeah. And uh, when does the next season of Hollywood Darlings? Hollywood Darlings premieres April 18th on Pop. And there will also be some YouTube Red live streaming uh, for those of you who do not get the cable. So stay tuned. You can find us um, at Hollywood Darlings. Awesome. Yeah. We can't wait. 
Thanks. It should be fun. The season's going to be really good. Uh, Mel is at Mel underscore Samuels. She doesn't know what Twitter is, I think. Okay. Uh, I'm 80 years old. (laughs) She is on Instagram. Very popular on Instagram. Kanye follows Kim Kardashian and Mel. She is private on Instagram, so don't even bother. (laughs) I would love... (laughs) You are more than welcome to follow me. (laughs) I just like the idea that Kanye only follows two people. I'd have so many questions. (laughs) I'd be dead. Dead. Kim would never stand for another woman against her. No, she would. Just saying. That's so interesting. Now I'm going to go in a K hole about that. <laughs> Kanye hole. What is that? <laughs> all right, all right. Anyways. Uh, I am at Kim Moffat, very public on Instagram and Twitter, always welcoming new fans and people. Uh, but well, now that show, we're best friends, but I have to follow you. Obviously. Obviously. Um, it's just okay, but go for it. Okay. Um, You're really selling it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like to just kind of let people know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> the show is at For Love A Show on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and .com. Because... Branding. Yeah. Whatever that means. Side note. Yes. I'm going to give you some parting, just some parting words. Please. I remember when I got a, a notification that Tay Diggs started following me. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That I screenshotted major. that bitch. <laughs> yeah. Just so I could like look back through like my old photos and be like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... 